Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way... Well, a lot of good fights to be fought by all of us. Glad you're here. 5.06 this Friday afternoon. Normally, I say this beautiful Friday afternoon, but come on, I'm an honest guy. And I know the weather's different throughout our audience right now because it's border to border. But here at our flagship in Denver, 6.30 Kitch at W, it uh, looks like uh, the end of the world, huh? Do you wonder sometimes whether you'll live to see the end of the world? Wow, I don't know Not that I you, want to. the end to. of your world. We'll all well, live to see the end of our world. That's right. Uh, t- tonight's kind of ranking up there. It's yeah. as dark as I've seen wow. it in a long time at yeah. this hour. Yeah, no, it, it looks like dark. Yeah, hey, right. Get my pillow. Literally my pillow, which I ordered one of those. Do you have did a my you? pillow? I, I in fact, do. I do, I do yeah. have a my pillow. Do you like it? I do. It, okay, it, it's good. like, I don't know. It's hard, hard to explain other than it form fits to your head and it doesn't like cave in. It's, yeah. it's very well designed. I like it very much. My wife hates it. I think that might be a political thing, but I like my my pillow so much I ordered some my towels. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And he did the demonstration there. Because about... they're soft, but they still absorb. They're absorbent. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I yes. may need those my towels. Uh, towels. Aaron saw me come in to the show today, and I'm really impressed with these pants. Because, I mean, I came in like I had just come out of the shower. I was going right? to say, Wearing my water resistant then? or took my I was smart, took my tie off, took my suit jacket off to run through the rain because it, it was like being in the shower for half an hour. Yeah. But the pants are coming back pretty well. 855-405-8255. So be careful out there, please, if you're in the middle of this torrent. And uh, do not rear-end the ark. Bad form, bad karma. Do not. 855-405-8255, the number. It's an open line Friday, overarching most of the calls and texts. And I want to get to some of these great texts. Have uh, been on the issue of hero Johnny Hurley. And some now saying, including some of our texters, that, uh, you know, this proves you're wrong, Dan. Good guys and gals with guns shouldn't intervene because look what happened. You know, Johnny Hurley ended up getting shot by a police officer, according to multiple sources. And my answer to that is your position is illogical, completely illogical, because Johnny Hurley accomplished his mission. And in all likelihood, lots of innocent lives were saved because he took out a murderer who the police, through no fault of their own, uh, were not able to take out at that time because the cowardly killer had started by murdering a police officer. So, no, Johnny Hurley accomplished his mission and he was clearly willing to die to save others because he took that profound risk when he took on the killer. And certainly anybody who carries knows, because they've thought about these things, that part of the risk in those situations, part of the risk is being taken out by friendly fire because these are split-second situations. And, and part of the risk is that you, while protecting the innocent, you might 
accidentally hurt an innocent person. Every law enforcement officer, every member of our military, every citizen who stands up to save others runs the risk of killing an innocent person in the process. And part of the reason these heroes from civilian life and the military and police are so courageous is they are willing to take on that risk, too, because the alternative is what? Standing by and letting the killers kill, which is not an acceptable alternative to decent people such as Johnny Hurley. So the position of of these, whether they're lefties or others who are trying to use this against Good guys and gals with guns, their position is illogical. Caitlin in Inglewood, you're on the Dan Kaplis Show. Welcome. Um, hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call, and thanks so much for talking about Mr. Hurley and his heroism, and mm-hmm. God bless him and his family. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have a lot of callers that want to talk about that. I actually had a quick follow-up, if you don't yeah, mind, sure. to the conversation last hour with the TV weather person out of Detroit regarding the vaccine discrimination. I wanted to call my employer here in Colorado has similar policies, meaning if you're vaccinated, you're allowed certain privileges like not wearing a mask. Um, But if you're not, you must continue to be masked at all times. I I wasn't clear from your conversation if that is, in fact, considered discrimination and wanted to ask if you had a a legal opinion on it Mm -hmm. either way. Yeah, thank you. I don't know the bottom line answer because I don't do employment law and I haven't researched this, though. What I'll do is I'll get an employment lawyer on the show to talk about that. Um, my understanding at this, first of all, I'm trying to think if there's been any actual litigation on this, but my understanding at this point is that, that employers are be- being given a pretty wide berth on this. And, and I know that's vague, but that's really the limit of my understanding on this. I can tell you in our practice, we don't have any such requirements, but I can't sit here and tell you that that those who do violate the law, my guess is, and you tell us, Caitlin, without giving us more than you want to, do you work for a small company, a large company? What kind of outfit? Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty large company. I certainly don't want to mention the name. Oh, no, no, and, no, no, no. All, um, all good, because you, you want to keep working what, there. And, yeah, and, exactly. and they do require, they, they don't require a vaccine to work there, but they give you additional privileges if you have had the vaccine. That's so, correct. So if you if you want the privilege of uh, breathing fresh air at your desk all day long, then you need to show proof of vaccination. And frankly, well, your your you know uh, high level legal opinion is is what I would have expected. I would imagine you know employers can make a decision about that, and I suppose employees can make a decision if they want to work there or not. But I, I will be curious to see because I'm I'm sure that there are many employers that have similar policies uh, across the country right now. So it'll be interesting to see if any of those yeah develop into legal cases. And the other thing I would add, too, just for parents out there, I've got a a middle school and a high school boy, you know, thinking about the school year this fall, it will be interesting to see what happens along the same lines, you know, for COVID protocols like masking in schools or other things, um, how that will be kind of enforced or applied based on student vaccination status. Yeah, that's all going to be so interesting. And uh, especially when it comes to the kids, because at this point, and listen, I'm grateful for the vaccine. I think it's been a tremendous contribution to mankind. I got it. The whole family got it. But I understand the concerns. And then when it comes to kids, when it comes to the cost benefit for kids who have virtually, as I understand it, no risk. I mean, there's always something statistically, but in the real world, minuscule risk of anything bad from COVID, you know, does the risk of the vaccine outweigh the risk of COVID for kids? I I think there's enough of a question about that, that those who are trying to pressure parents into getting these younger children vaccinated, 
I, I'm not comfortable with that. And, and I'm a pro-vaccine guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. And I, I appreciate that every family is making different decisions for themselves and for their kids based on their individual you know, situation or what have you. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I hope that the public schools at least don't use vaccination as yeah. kind of the carrot to allow, you know, our, our kids to kind of get back to a pre-COVID normal. And so yeah. we'll see what happens over the, co- the coming months. Every parent out there needs to make their voice heard on these, on these issues. Yeah. Hey, Caitlin, thank you for the call. Sure appreciate that. You know, I, I would assume, and again, because I don't do employment law, you know, we'll get an employment lawyer on to address that. I would assume from the fact that Caitlin works for a big company that they would not be requiring that unless they had lawyered it to the hilt, because I know that has been, as you would expect, kind of the hot topic in employment law and and any kind of established company, I think, is getting legal advice on this. You know, we have not required it. I mean, in our law firm, you know, we've been so blessed. I mean, we've gone full speed all the way through COVID because we've got clients to take care of and cases to try and everything else. We've gone full speed through COVID for how many months is it now, Ryan? Say March, May, June. Yeah, 15, almost 16 months with two cases over 16 months. I mean, it's really been a blessing. I know some others haven't been that fortunate, but 855-405-8255. A lot of texts coming in primarily on... Johnny Hurley, the hero in Arvada and surrounding issues. But I do want to tell you this, and I, and I was glad to see the Denver Post do this in their latest piece on what happened in Arvada and what happened to Johnny Hurley. Uh, they talk about the fact that the district attorney out there, the, the relatively newly elected district attorney, Alexis King, has not publicly commented. And according to police, is telling police that they can't comment further. It all has to go through her. But then why aren't we hearing anything from her? You know, even at this point, if she doesn't have anything that she can report because they're still waiting on ballistics or, or this or that, she should be in front of a camera telling the people that. And so uh, here's a line from the Denver Post piece on this. Neither District Attorney Alexis King nor her spokeswoman returned phone calls Thursday, during the 2020 election, King said one of her top priorities was increasing transparency in the prosecutor's office. So you think about all the tragedies that go on in America. And what do we see these days? We, we see almost always very quick response. Officials getting in front of the camera. And yeah, half the time they're saying, listen, man, I can't tell you this because we don't have this back yet. Or, But they're in front of the camera because they work for the people. And the people have an intense interest in how something this awful happened. And so for her to essentially be in hiding and not show the people the respect to get in front of the camera and address what she can and explain what she can't, that's just wrong. There's no justification for that. And, and I respect the Arvada police for coming out there and making it clear very uh, early on that Johnny Hurley was a hero. Because think about what might have happened if they hadn't done that. You'd be left with all these questions. Oh, who was this other guy? Who was this other guy shooting? Was he a good guy or a bad guy? With the DA's silence, she would be leaving a guy like Johnny Hurley, a hero, out there to hang. So I really respect the police for standing up and making it clear Hurley was a hero. And, and the DA, she's got to do her job. She works for the public. It's not the other way around. 855-405-8255 on the Dan Kaplis Show.
You know, maybe it's just me. I hope not. But I am so sick and tired of the open disrespect of this governor for law enforcement, even in death. And we talked about it the other day. How hard is it for Polis to offer his thoughts and prayers to the family of Officer Gordon Beasley? He offers thoughts and prayers all the time to others, as he should. That, that's what decent people do. So when the governor just a few weeks ago offers thoughts and prayers to the families of the folks killed down in the trailer park in Colorado Springs, that was the right thing to do. And he offers thoughts and prayers all the time. But to the family of this police officer, he offers his thoughts, which is really, I think, kind of an insult. Because, I mean, anybody knows. Who says that? Oh, yeah, I, I offer my thoughts to that family. It, it's obvious by omission. No, people say thoughts and prayers. But, but he can't even bring himself to show that kind of respect. And the left is so anti-cop. What is it? Is, is it Polis is so afraid of blowback from the left if he shows this slaying officer the respect of thoughts and prayers? I mean, that, that just really bugs me. It's so elitist. It's so arrogant. And, um, and it's so opposite what it should be. Because in Gordon Beasley, you have a guy out there who's putting his life on the line for the people. In Polis, you've got this elitist but he won't even say thoughts and prayers. He'll say it to others, but he won't, he won't say it to this police officer's family. I mean, that, that's the sort of stuff that just really bugs me. But this on top of that, did you see this, Ryan? And tell me if you think I'm wrong. What's that? I'd be surprised if you would. I don't know. Okay. The flag at half staff. Right. That, you know, we had a caller on that the other right. day. Yes, we did. How come the flag's not at half staff? I thought it was. I thought the announcement was made. No. No, no I thought it was too. Yeah. But then I, it occurred to me as I was sitting here during the break, I don't remember seeing the flag at half staff. Now, are we talking about for Officer Beasley, yes. for Johnny Hurley, for, for one of the Beasley, other? Yeah. For Officer Beasley. Right. You had a, a police officer murdered in the line. Correct. Now, as I mentioned, when that caller had called and said a few days ago, why, why aren't the flags at half staff? You know, I, I went and did some research. It was just a few weeks ago, Governor Polis ordered the Colorado and American flags to be lowered to half staff on all buildings because of a shooting in San Jose, California. That doesn't make sense to me. Not really. A shooting in San Jose, California. Now, here's the deal. The flags are not at half staff for Officer Beasley. Still. Po still. Hmm. Polis has ordered. Oh, thank you, King Jared. It, it was so benevolent of you. That, I'll read it to you. Governor Jared Polis, I have ordered flags lowered to half staff uh -huh. on all public buildings on Tuesday, June 29, from sunrise to sunset to honor the life of Gordon Beasley. Okay. So he gets one day. He gets one day. And, and that really bugs me because the governor ordered the flags of Colorado to half-staff for five full days. Wow. For the shooting of people in California. What the? I almost yeah, said it. I know. I got I, the dump I, button I, ready. I almost had the rest of the summer yeah. off. <laughs> what yeah. the blank yeah. is that? Now, remember, when the people in California got shot in San Jose, and that was a horrible thing, but when they got shot in San Jose, he ordered the flags to half-staff that day. 
they didn't have to wait for one day a week later. And they got five days. And Dan, do you remember the circumstances of that shooting in San Jose? Oh, yeah. It was a workplace shooting. So this would fit into a narrative of being against guns and favor more gun control, taking guns out of the hands of citizens because... You're a brilliant dude. I mean, this thing in San Jose was totally political. Of course it was. This was was all about Jared Polis's appeal to the national left. Yep. So it, it just affirms what I've been saying all along. Colorado is dirt on the bottom of Polis's shoes. We are a stepping stone to his national ambitions. He shows it over and over again. So, but look at this. You've got a workplace shooting in San Jose. The very same day, Polis orders the flags to half staff and leaves them there for five days. So Colorado flags at half staff for five days. They, they're lowered to half staff the same day for some people in California. Not to take but, anything away, but that's not Colorado. No, no this is Colorado. Right, He's right. the governor no. of Colorado. He may want to be the governor of California, but he's the governor of Colorado. We get a local hero shot and killed in the line, and he doesn't have the blank, blank decency to lower the flags the same day and to leave them down long enough for people to notice they're down. It's almost like this was a token effort on his well, part. But, but it's a slap in the face. That too. I mean, you start by not having the decency or respect to say thoughts and prayers. Everybody else gets thoughts and prayers, but if it's a cop, they get thoughts. And then you don't lower the flag. And when you do, you lower it for one day. When for people in California, you lower it for five and you lower it the same day. The calculus, What does that tell you? Somebody tell me, what does that tell you? The math only adds up, Dan, as you've kind of laid out the equation to what you're saying. And that he is looking to appeal to a national audience showing that he cares about them in California, about the gun issue. But in an instance like this... You're right. It's a day late and a dollar short. But but it shows he doesn't care. That too. It, it proves he does not care about Gordon Beasley. He does not care about police. He does not respect police. Even when they're killed, he won't even, he won't even give them the respect of saying thoughts and prayers, which he says for so many others. And he won't lower the flag the way he does for people in California who are shot and killed. I mean, that tells you who we really have as a governor. Fiona, you're on the Dan Kaplan show. Not for long, because we're almost at a break. You're welcome to hold. Fiona, what are you oh, thinking? No, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really quick point. I find it so interesting that they have security details, don't they? And, oh, the security oh, yeah. details have weapons. So let's see. Is that okay for them to be protected with weapons, but no yeah. one else? No, that's right. That's right. But I've got to tell you, and I don't just think it's a fact I'm the son of a cop. That lack of respect, even when they give the last full measure of devotion, they sacrifice their lives so people like Polis can do what they do. He won't give them even basic respect. In fact, he actively disrespects them. Doesn't get any worse than that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
536, we may live to see another day. It's actually now just looking like a normal stormy night out there. But half an hour ago, it looked like the end of the world. So at least at our flagship, 630 KHW in Denver, we can stop work on the Ark for another hour or two. Hey, going to get to our callers and get back to this issue of this active, intentional disrespect of Governor Polis for office slaying officer Gordon Beasley and all other police officers. And I'll uh, get back to the latest on that shortly. But so happy to have the man associated with that music on our show. I've enjoyed listening to him on air on other shows for a long time. And we uh, asked Christian Toto to join us today. He is, of course, a media critic. Hollywoodintoto.com, I-N-T-O-T-O.com. Christian, welcome to the Dan Kapla Show. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for the kind words. Well, hey, yeah, well-deserved, but appreciate you being with us, because one thing that drives me a little bit batty and is really kind of sad for me, because on the rare occasion I was up that late, you know, used to really enjoy late-night TV, and now it's just become this cesspool of hate and venom directed at, you know, all things conservative, and just wanted to get your historical perspective on that, and is there light at the end of the tunnel, or is that just another train? No, I don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. And you're right. You know, I, you know, as a little boy, I couldn't wait to stay up late to watch Saturday Night Live. And I mm-hmm. certainly watched my fair share of Carson and Leno and Letterman. And, and, you know, and back in the day, they really, while they got political, they weren't nasty. They weren't vicious. Right. And they certainly weren't hopelessly one-sided. But when Trump ran for the White House, that all changed. That was a real turning point. They became actively working against him. And they've never basically switched. They never kind of went back to, well, make fun of both sides. It is one-sided and it is nasty. And I'll, I'll, I'll point, I don't know if you saw it, but Samantha Bee is on TBS and uh, she, her show might be the nastiest. And what she said about uh, Governor DeSantis, it, it didn't even approach comedy. It wasn't witty. It was just vicious. And she used an expletive, which I won't share here. But I thought, gosh, how do we fall so low because we have. We've really fallen in love. Well, this is allegedly comedy, and it's it's now just angry propaganda. Right, and it doesn't justify it, but they must be doing well in the ratings, right? I mean, they wouldn't keep yes, these shows know. on. I mean, yeah. they're doing well enough to survive, but uh, there's a fairly new report out saying that their ratings are down this year as opposed to last year. And that's not surprising with President yeah. Trump uh, yeah. out of office. That was one of their big attractions. And listen, they must have long ago chased away anyone remotely right, right of center. Right. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, even when asked about it, because he you know, became very liberal, he said, you know, not good riddance to his conservative listeners or you know, audience members, but riddance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. it's, an, it's yeah. an active choice. And you would think from a, you know, a pragmatic point of view, gosh, if I make fun of people on the left and I don't demonize people on the right, I might have a bigger audience, but there's, they don't care. And there's enough of a, of a left of center audience yeah. that keeps them afloat, apparently. Yeah. And I would think this, this position they've put themselves in of driving the rest of us away and, and just being relying on that, the haters. And I, it just people who have a hardcore political view, they probably feel that's a very loyal audience, but they have to keep the hate ginned up to keep those people. So they, they're just yeah. going to keep spiraling to the bottom. Yeah. And what's amazing to me is that, listen, there are people on the right who deserve some ridicule. There are people on the right who make mistakes in the mm-hmm. political spectrum. That's just the way things are. But look at the people on the left and the yeah. politicians and what they do and say. 
it's a gold mine for anyone with any sense of fairness who works in political satire and they avoid it so aggressively it's it's almost comical it's, it may be the only thing funny about what they do now is that they, they they bend over backwards just to avoid even touching these subjects and you listen when they tell a president biden joke it's mostly very benign or always oh, isn't he old which is a very safe thing to say yeah, he is old, but it's not just that he's old. There's other things afoot there. Well, but, uh, they won't go near it. And a perfect example of what our guest Christian Toto is saying right now is the clip I'm about to play of Stephen Colbert last night, who uh, checked his man card at the door, maybe more than just his man card. And uh, and so, you know, when, when he even touches Biden lightly, you know, he has to qualify it. In a speech about the deal this afternoon, the president tried out a new rhetorical flourish. I don't in any way dismiss what Senator Murphy says about the environment. Don't dismiss it at all. Just remind him, I wrote the bill on the environment. Guess what? Employers can't find workers. I said, yeah, pay them more. He said, people are waiting for relief. I got them $1.9 trillion relief. Mr. President. Mr. President, you know I'm a fan, but the way you lean forward and whisper, guess what? It's a little creepy. Yeah, so it's very gentle to begin with. And then, oh, I'm a fan. I mean, come on, be a man. Oh, I'm a fan, Mr. President, but that's creepy. I mean, it's, where's the self-respect? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, some of the comedians here, including Colbert, I mean, he certainly was funnier a few years back when he wasn't as uh, aggressive and mean. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel was was sort of a uh, uh, a jocular fellow. He he would not even about politics. He just was a pretty funny guy and and had a kind of a sweet persona, a, kind of the everyman. And you would you know I mean I guess listen the checks they get are tremendous. The the pay that they get to host mm-hmm. these late night shows and they're never going to give them up. I mean this is a job you have for years and years. So it's a decision they've made. And uh, I I think the bigger thing which which just absolutely flabbergasted me is that. There's no intrepid platform, no Netflix or Hulu yeah. or Peacock yeah. or anything that's going to say, you know, what? we're going to hire a right of center yeah. comedian right. and he or she is going to hit all the targets that are being left behind. Yeah. And we're going to crush the ratings, much like Fox News. I'm available. Crushes the ratings. I am available. I mean, yeah. it's as long as it's not four to six, Monday through Friday, I'm available to. <laughs> but uh, Christian, let <laughs> me shift gears and, and ask you about Saturday Night, Saturday night Live, uh, because you know, there's this piece out there about eight stars who went rogue, leaned to the right. Uh, tell people about that. Yeah, it's an interesting phenomenon because, you know, Saturday Night Live today, as I mentioned before, is aggressively left of center. The, the history they had of hitting both sides is long gone. And they had cast members literally singing a goodbye song to President Obama when he left office. I mean, it, it, and then yeah. when Hillary Clinton lost, they sang a, a mournful version of Hallelujah in, in, in tribute to her. That's mm. how far the show has fallen. Yeah. But I think for some of the alums, the people who have been sort of weaned on that show, on the kind of the crazy spirit, the, the hit both sides mantra, I think they look back and they look at the landscape and they say, I don't recognize this. I don't like this. I don't like what's going on with culture. And this is more even about, you know, not just about bias, but about cancel culture and the sort of the woke uh, handcuffs that are put on comedians today. And they, You've had enough. So, you know, people like John Lovitz is, have been sort of screaming about this and Rob Schneider. These are not overly political guys, but they see some really bad things happening in the culture at large and they're not staying quiet about it. 
Yeah, and why do you think that is? Well, I think they come from a, a legacy where you could tell jokes that were challenging and mm-hmm. tough. Right. Uh, I think they're older. I think they're wiser. In the case of John Lovitz, he, uh, for a while, he ran a comedy club. And I think when you become an entrepreneur, it's, it's a real eye-opening experience for paying the bills and, and paying salaries and realizing sort of market forces. And I, I suspect that had an impact on some of his philosophies now, too. Yeah. But I just think they're probably wiser than their younger peers. Yeah, and the self-respect thing, too, which is, wait a second, I'm, I'm not going to be censored. You know, just that basic self-respect. But, Christian, grateful for the time, my friend. Hope you join us often. How can people follow you? Not in a creepy way. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> my website is hollywoodintoto.com, and I've been contributing quite a bit to The Daily Wire as well. Wonderful. Hey, have a great weekend. Thanks, you too. Thank you. That, uh, of course, Christian Toto. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk with you about something that I don't think you've heard anywhere else, but I think really matters. And it matters in a big way because it shows the depth of the, of the animosity. Well, let's say the depth of the hatred of the left right now for law enforcement and the disrespect. The disrespect our governor is shown slain officer Gordon Beasley is to me disgusting. And I want to talk with you about that after the break. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? When you 551, talking about the, the blatant, obvious, intentional disrespect that Polis is showing to slain officer Gordon Beasley. Why do you think he's doing that? Because when he does that, first, it's it's obviously beyond wrong when it comes to the slain officer who, unlike Polis, gave that last full measure of devotion for us. And it is also aimed at all police, because this disrespect of Officer Beasley is disrespect of all police. So why do you think he's doing it? 855-405-8255. I'm talking about two things in particular, if you just joined the show. And one is, one is that the refusal to even offer his prayers to the family of the officer. He offers his prayers to all sorts of other victims, as he should. That is the right and decent thing to do, and he has a long history of doing that. Whether you're talking about the victims of the shooting in Colorado Springs, or you're talking about a judge who passes away, or you're talking about others, Polis routinely offers his thoughts and prayers. That's the right thing to do in each of those cases. When this officer is slain in the line, he... he doesn't have the decency to do that. I mean, it's so insulting. He offers his thoughts. So there had to be a conscious decision not to say thoughts and prayers, that that's how much antipathy he has for police, that the left, that's how much cop hate there is on the left. Polis won't even offer the same thoughts and prayers. But then on top of that, lowering the flag, we had a caller the other day said, why isn't the flag lowered to half staff? And I said, boy, you're right. And, and I looked into it, and guess what? You know, the flag polis, and think about how insulting this is. Polis routinely orders the flag flown at half-staff. He ordered the flag just a few weeks ago, flown at half-staff in Colorado for five full days for people shot in California. I'm not making that up. A week before that, two weeks before that, 
He had very appropriately ordered the flags flown at half-staff in Colorado for the victims of the trailer park shooting in Colorado Springs for a full week. Here we have an officer shot dead in the line of duty. And by the way, when he had the flags, Polis had the flags lowered to half-staff in Colorado for five days for the victims of a shooting in California. He did it same day. Those people were shot May 26th. He had the flags lowered May 26th. So here we have this officer shot in the line. And what does Polis do? Does he lower the flags the same day? Nope. The next 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 day? Nope. No. He orders the flags flown at half staff for a few hours on June 29. Why does he do that? That is so obviously insulting. The people in California get same day in five days? That isn't obviously an, an intentional insult. So why does he do that? We'll start with Jim in Castle Rock. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome, Jim. Well, hi, Dan. Uh, I said if, if I'm calling too often, I, I apologize. I was once Oh, it's the chief. Yeah. No, man, you could not call too often. You could come <laughs> in here and take over the studio. It would not be too much. <laughs> uh, you're my man. But, uh, you know, I, I just... Uh, I, I, Polis is obviously playing to the howling mob or what he perceives to be the, the, the majority of thinking. But uh, a couple of points for you. But one of my great mentors was a named Don Rask, who was the 1968 Parade Magazine Police Officer of the Year. Hmm. The only one we've ever had nominated wow. or chosen in Denver. What's that name but again, Don Chief? Used to tell, uh, Don Rask, R-A-S-K. Okay. Uh, one of the one of the greatest people I've ever known. Huh. He used to tell me he was my mentor as a young man and sergeant, and all the way through the chief's office. He would tell me, "Now, Jimmy, you got to remember that for many, many people, we're all they have. Mm. They've got no place else to turn. We're mm. we're it." And to prove that, back in the old days, we used to have for a pay raise have to carry petitions around and have citizens sign the petition <laughs> and vote on our pay raise. <laughs> Well, you know, guess what? The people of Northeast Denver, which is a, which is the black section of town, always carried that vote for our pay rate. Wow, that's awesome. Always did. Awesome. Always did. Awesome. And you know, and, and just to mention quickly that that officer, if that if that is a fact, that it was friendly fire, that that fellow will never be the same. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's I just, right. I'm suffering so much for him. I just, it just, it just makes me sick. But you know, our governor Polis is just a, excuse my term, but a political punk that is playing to the howling mob and whoever thinks is going to advance his career. But you know, I'll leave but, you but with chief, let I me ask you this. To. Let me ask you this, chief. And you have the perspective of having yeah. served in that position Please, yeah. in Denver. <laughs> Isn't there a basic line of decency? That even in the middle of of the most polarized, you know, partisan rancor, that that a governor should never ever approach, and 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 this is it, right? When you talk about a police officer killed in the line, basic decency, you don't go out and disrespect him. At a minimum, you give him the same honor and respect that you give to others. Well, I think he would be embarrassed by it. You know, the politicians are a different different group. Um, I can remember when I was a brand-new chief, I had a very, very high 
local politician uh, asked me if I can guarantee that the police department will be loyal to him. Well, no, sir, I can't. But I tell you, we will be loyal to the people that we serve. Right. We don't care if you live here, if you're on vacation from Australia. We don't care if you need the cops. Here we come. Yeah. You know, we yeah. serve everybody and we do not line up on one side or the other of a political party or a, well, a certain person. But, you know, what I always like to say, I'm, I'm very active in the Denver Police Museum and we put signs up to, to commemorate, uh, memorialize. Chief, I apologize. They're about life. to cut me off here in about 10 seconds. Okay, just very quickly. I always end my little speech with. <clears throat> Next time you see an officer, remember, they run towards the things that you run from. Amen, and they deserve respect. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.